Hello and welcome to Morning Prayer at St. Paul's Lutheran Church in Edison. Today is Friday, and this is the second week in Advent. And now we begin our time of prayer together in silence. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. O Lord, open my lips, and my mouth shall proclaim your praise. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen and Alleluia. Give glory to God, our light and our life. O come, let us worship and praise. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. Let us come before God's presence with thanksgiving and raise a loud shout to the Lord with psalms. For you, Lord, are a great God and a great ruler above all gods. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. In your hand are the caverns of the earth. The heights of the hills are also yours. The sea is yours, for you made it, and your hands have molded the dry land. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. Come, let us worship and bow down. Let us kneel before the Lord, our Maker. For the Lord is our God, and we are the people of God's pasture and the sheep of God's hand. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. Give glory to God, our light and our life. O come, let us worship in praise. Long ago, God spoke to our ancestors in many and various ways by the prophets, But in these last days, God has spoken to us by the Son. A reading from 2 Samuel, chapter 16. When David had passed a little beyond the summit, Ziba, the servant of Mephibosheth, met him with a couple of donkeys saddled, carrying 200 loaves of bread, 100 bunches of raisins, 100 of summer fruits, and one skin of wine. The king said to Ziba, Why have you brought these? Ziba answered, The donkeys are for the king's household to ride, the bread and summer fruit for the young men to eat, and the wine is for those to drink who faint in the wilderness. The king said, Where is your master's son? Ziba said to the king, He remains in Jerusalem, for he said, Today the house of Israel will give me back my grandfather's kingdom. Then the king said to Ziba, All that belonged to Mephibosheth is now yours. Ziba said, I do obeisance. Let me find favor in your sight, my lord, the king. When King David came to Bahurim, a man of the family of the house of Saul came out, whose name was Shimei, son of Gera. He came out cursing. He threw stones at David and at all the servants of King David. Now all the people and all the warriors were on his right and on his left. Shimei shouted while he cursed, Out, out, murderer, scoundrel! The Lord has avenged on all of you the blood of the house of Saul, in whose place you have reigned. And the Lord has given the kingdom into the hand of your son Absalom. See, disaster has overtaken you, for you are a man of blood. For Abishai, son of Zeriah, said to the king, Why should this dead dog curse my lord the king? Let me go over and take off his head. But the king said, What have I to do with you, you sons of Zeruiah? If he is cursing, because the Lord has said to him, Curse David, who then shall say, Why have you done so? David said to Abishai and to his servants, My own son seeks my life. How much more now may this Benjaminite, 
Let him alone and let him curse, for the Lord has bidden him. It may be that the Lord will look on my distress and the Lord will repay me with good for this cursing today. So David and his men went out onto the road, and while Shimei was along the hillside opposite of him, and he cursed him as he went, throwing stones and flinging dust at him, the king and all the people who were with him arrived weary at the Jordan, and there he refreshed himself. Now Absalom and all the Israelites came to Jerusalem. Ahithophel was with him. When Hushai, the archite, David's friend, came to Absalom, Hushai said to Absalom, Long live the king. Long live the king. Absalom said to Hushai, Is this your loyalty to your friend? Why did you not go with your friend? Hushai said to Absalom, No, but the one whom the Lord and his people and all of the Israelites have chosen, his I will be, and with him I will remain. Moreover, whom should I serve? Should it not be his son? Just as I have served your father, so I will serve you. Then Absalom said to Ahithophel, Give us your counsel. What shall we do? Ahithophel said to Absalom, Go into your father's concubines and the ones that he has left to look after the house, and all Israel will hear that you have made yourself odious to your father, and the hands of all who are with you will be strengthened. So they pitched a tent for Absalom upon the roof, and Absalom went into his father's concubines in the sight of all Israel. Now in those days the counsel of Ahithotep gave was as if one consulted the oracle of God. So all the counsel of Ahithotep was esteemed both by David and by Absalom. The word of the Lord. There is always a danger in kindness, a vulnerability to righteousness. David extended kindness and generosity to Mephibosheth for the sake of his vow to Jonathan. And now when Absalom has come and forced David out and taken his throne and won the hearts of Israel away from him, Mephibosheth turns his back on David, seeks to restore his own fortunes. David's kindness is betrayed, and the old wounds of the conflict between David and Saul, Joab and Abner burst up again into open hostility. Even if that hostility is a in the form of a Shammai cursing and throwing rocks at him. But such is the chaos that Absalom has now unleashed on this kingdom. In a kingdom where the heir can force the issue, where a son can rise up against his father, and where power games and evil schemes win the day, all those with ambition then set out to make a name for themselves, to see what they can grab while everything's upset. By comparison, though, remember how brilliant and healing David's own scrupulous righteousness was towards Saul, and how healing and wonderful it proved to be. Even though he replaced Saul and his house on the throne according to God's will, David's rise was a rise that brought people together, that unified the nation, and for a time brought peace and well-being on the nation, because David was a man after God's own heart, who kept his word and his covenants who fulfilled his promises. Absalom's sin now has unleashed all sorts of evil in the kingdom. It's no easy thing to hold the kingdom together. There are deep rifts in there. There are ambitious people. There are all sorts of schemes that have been unleashed now that David is off the throne. It is no easy thing to rule with righteousness and equity either. What David has taught us, though, is that being true to God's heart, being faithful, in our faith, to the Lord and to the Lord's will is 
more important than the power of the throne, and certainly much more powerful than the violence that the ambitious always resort to. Righteousness is its own reward, or, as Jesus taught his disciples, seek first the kingdom of God and God's righteousness, and all these things will be added to you. As Christians, even as American Christians, assuming power and dominance is never our goal, but our goal, our life, is to bear witness to the coming of God's kingdom in Christ and seeking that kingdom of God and God's righteousness is our first and only concern. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. Blessed are you, Lord, the God of Israel. You have come to your people and set them free. You have raised up for us a mighty Savior, born in the house of your servant David. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. Through your holy prophets, you promised of old to save us from our enemies, from the hands of all who hate us, to show mercy to our forebears and to remember your holy covenant. This was the oath you swore to our father Abraham, to set us free from the hands of our enemies, free to worship you without fear, holy and righteous before you all the days of our life. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. And you, child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to prepare the way, to give God's people knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of their sins. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us, to shine on those who dwell in darkness in the shadow of death, and to guide our feet into the way of peace. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. The Lord be with you. Let us pray. Mighty God of mercy, we thank you for the resurrection dawn, bringing the glory of our risen Lord who makes every day new. Especially we thank you for the sustaining goodness of your creation, for the new creation in Christ and all gifts of healing and forgiveness, for the communion of faith within your church, for the gift of relationship with others. For what else are we thankful Merciful God of might, renew this weary world. Heal the hurts of all of your children and bring about your peace for all in Christ Jesus, the living Lord. Especially we pray for the Church of Jesus Christ in every land and for the ministries and the people of St. Paul's. For those who govern the nations of the world, for those who are sick, and for those who mourn for people in countries ravaged by strife or warfare, for all who work for peace and international harmony, for all who strive to save the earth from carelessness and destruction. For what else do we ask? Almighty and everlasting God, you have brought us in safety to this new day. Preserve us with your mighty power that we may not fall into sin nor be overcome in adversity. In all we do, Direct us to the fulfilling of your purpose through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Lord, remember us in your kingdom and teach us to pray. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God. 
Almighty God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, bless you now and forever. Amen. Go forth into the world to serve God with gladness. Be of good courage, hold fast to that which is good. Render to no one evil for evil. Strengthen the faint-hearted, support the weak, help the afflicted. Honor all people, love and serve God, rejoicing in the power of the Holy Spirit. Thanks be to God.